1: Afternoons with Rob Brinkenridge, Weekdays 1230 to seven seventy CHQR. Uh, but off the top in this hour, I want to uh, focus on a film that tells the story of Anne Day. Maybe you've heard of Anne. Uh, but I suspect a lot of Canadians haven't. Uh, and she was a pioneer in, in a lot of ways. Here's a, a short clip from the trailer for the film The Woman Who Loves Giraffes.
0: If you're working on giraffes, Anne Dagg is your Jane Goodall. She was the
1: pioneer. She was the first person to really study them in the wild. Anne went to South Africa to begin her studies of giraffes before Jane Goodall got to Africa to study the chimpanzees. Her book was the Bible.
0: Working in this field, there was nothing else. Most of what we relied on still was Anne's book from so long ago. It takes an explorer's heart to be willing to set off like that in Africa in the 1950s, traveling the continent in her little rickety car. What was so stunning was this young woman who goes by herself to South Africa in a time when women didn't do anything like that. I was 23 and I'd been thinking for 20 years about going to the giraffe and I just had to do it. So I started to write to the wildlife department in each of the countries that I knew had giraffes, and one of them said, well, I think this wouldn't be good for a young woman to be alone." Or I thought, oh, maybe it's because I'm a woman that they're saying all this. So then I started to use my initials so they wouldn't know I was a woman. She never took no for an answer. She always found the yes. I never really thought about it, that me being a woman, and they thought about it all the time, I think. But you never let it stop? Oh, no, well, because I, I was thinking I was a person.
1: Yeah, and that's the voice of Andeg, who's the subject of the film The Woman Who Loves Giraffes, screens Saturday and Sunday. The 7 o'clock Saturday evening screening at Eau Claire, uh, Andeg will be in attendance, as will our guest, Allison Reed, who is the director of The Woman Who Loves Giraffes. Allison, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program.
0: Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
1: When did you first meet Andeg?
0: I met Anne Dag um, about five years ago, or a little over five years ago, I guess. Um, I heard about her story. There was a radio documentary on CBC that uh, told a bit about her journey to Africa, her pioneering journey in 1956. And I come from the, the scripted world of, uh, of film and television, and I thought it would just her story would make an incredible scripted feature film so um i approached her about uh, getting the rights to make a, a feature film about her her story and she was kind enough to give me those rights and then i found out she was going back to africa for the first time in over half a century literally so i thought oh my gosh this is historic we have to go and, and shoot this so um so i scrambled and got a small crew together and we we followed her to to africa um, and that's how this documentary was born. So I've been shooting her for the past five years, and the stories sort of come together um, over that period of time.
1: So it, it was a story you wanted to tell, and, and then that's how you, you met her and got, got into this, or was it a case of meeting her and, and then realizing that there's a real story to be told here?
0: Oh, it was, um, it was the latter. It was her story intrigued the heck out of me. Like, um, you know... A young woman going to Africa, overcoming all these obstacles, um, you know, attaining such a high level of um, of knowledge about the about the species, and um, her story really spoke to me because of the um, the hurdles she faced, not only in Africa, but uh, when she got back to Canada as well. And it's uh, ironic that in in Africa and and. In her um, quest to get to Africa, she was able to overcome all these obstacles. I mean, you heard, you know, about a little one uh, on the trailer that you just heard. But she, she just like Lisa says in the documentary, you know, she, she never took no for an answer. She's just um, a tenacious, tenacious person, but a very gentle person at the same time. Yeah. But she just keeps on going and, and achieves what she wants to achieve. But when she got back to Canada. Um, you know, she she ran had some obstacles that, that she could not overcome. So that, that certainly um, affected Anne's career with giraffes, and it's uh, you know, it's a, it's a big part of the film as well.
1: Uh, so sorry, when oh, you, go ahead.
0: Oh, sorry. Well, so when you see the film, like, every, uh, everyone seems to love giraffes, and uh, mm-hmm. i certainly fallen in love with them in the, in the process of making this film as well. They're amazing creatures, and and when you see Anne with giraffes and, you know, learn so much about them in the scene, in, in watching the film, um, you know, that's, that's, that's one aspect to it. But there's a whole other aspect, which is, which is her, you know, her struggles, uh, uh, the, the discrimination she faced as a, as a, a woman in science. Um, so there's a whole feminist aspect to the story as well.
1: Right. And that's what's interesting, because she didn't set out to be political. She wanted very much just to be a scientist, to go and study these remarkable animals, learn as much about them as she could. And it seemed to be then circumstance and what she encountered that sort of turned her into that that activist of sorts.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And she, of course, not only cares about herself. I mean, she's just got such a sense of of fairness. Like, she's just... um, horrified by anything that isn't fair, whether it's um, towards animals. I mean, she's a very big animal rights activist as well, and she's a vegetarian, and, um, you know, poor any <laughs> any ill treatment of animals.
1: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Um, but the same with human
0: beings as well, whether it's women or um, you know people that face you know, racism, whatever, whatever type of of uh, unfairness there is um she she fights against
1: so her interest Hello? in yeah her interest in giraffes is is i mean i, I there certainly seem like fascinating animals but what was it to her why, why this particular animal why did she decide that she wanted to devote her life to to understanding giraffes
0: well you know i've asked her that question many times and um the story she tells is that her, her mother took her to the Brookfield Zoo in Chicago when she was very young, three years old. And when she looked up and she, she saw that animal, it just somehow imprinted on her and didn't let her go. So from the age of three, she was just obsessed with this, this creature and wanted to learn more about it and went all the way through school trying to... Um, trying to get books on giraffes, but there, there were no books on giraffes. And she kept on um, trying to learn about them, and she got her master's in biology, and she thought she would learn about them in university, but she didn't learn about them there either because there was just no, no information. So that's when she decided, that's it, I'm going to go to Africa and learn about them myself. Um, so there was just something about the creature. I mean, when I see her watching giraffes in the wild. Uh, she often talks about how stately they are. You know, she, she uses that word, look at their walks, so stately. And, uh, and she did her PhD on the gates of giraffes, so she studied their movement uh, quite a lot. And, and um, I think that's something that, that really struck her about the creatures as well.
1: And you talk about, you know, the discrimination she, she endured uh, for, for many years, in fact, even after she had, uh, you know, done this research, she published, she had her Ph.D. Uh, that, that one would have thought, I mean, I guess there was a different time, but this is, you know, academia, this is science. Uh, it should be about your, your credentials, the work you're doing, the research you're getting published. Uh, but it was, um, it, was, it was just, it seemed like it was something that she was constantly running into.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And so she she lives in uh, Waterloo, Ontario, and in that area there was, there are three universities: uh, the University of Guelph, the University of Waterloo, and Wilfrid Laurier University. And she did have teaching jobs at all three of those universities during that time period, but she was not able to get tenure to be, you know, to become a full-time professor at. Any one of those universities, and of course, that was um, that was her ticket to being able to, you know, get get research money and be able to continue her her studies on giraffes. So um, I think, you know, as a society, as a planet, we lost a lot um, when Anne wasn't wasn't able to continue her giraffe studies because there's still a real gap in knowledge that we have about the creatures. I mean, the, the scientists that The current-day scientists that you'll meet in the film—if you go into the um, film—you'll see that the the work that they're doing now, and it's and how much it's transformed in the sixty years. I mean, you you'll get an intimate knowledge of how Ann studied giraffes back then, and how they're doing it now, and the contrast is quite striking. Um, uh, But yeah, you 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 would think that uh, that. that a career would be based on merit and, and accomplishments. And certainly Anne has published uh, dozens of, of papers in um, referee journals, but, uh, and she had an excellent teaching record. I mean, she had, um, you know, all the qualifications that would get her tenure if she was, if she was a male, but that just, that just didn't happen for her, unfortunately.
1: So how did, how did she feel about her story being told in this way?
0: You know, Anne's a very modest person. And um, when I asked her about making this documentary, you know, she, she wants not to be the center of attention. Uh, she doesn't feel very comfortable with that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she wanted it to be about giraffes. And, and she wants people to be aware that giraffes are, you know, in danger. Um, I think Anne's been flying under the radar for, for many years, but also giraffes have been in the, the state that giraffes are in. So, um, you know, everyone's aware of elephants and how, how endangered they are. And, and there are actually less <laughs> giraffes around that than there are elephants but in the wild. But they don't seem to get the recognition. So um, I hope that through telling Anne's personal story, it's a way for people to tap into um, um you know, concern for the species as well. It's a sort of friendly way into the conservation yeah. story. And,
1: and by the yeah. way, so as you mentioned, and people will see it in the film, as she returns to, to Africa and, and gets to be around these animals once again, how long in between had it been for her?
0: Um, it had been actually well over half a century. Yeah, wow yeah well over half a century and we were lucky enough to have um 16 millimeter footage of her doing her giraffe work in 1956 and we went back to the exact same farm it's a farm in um fleur-de-lis in um in south africa uh where she did her initial studies so we were able to film her you know in uh 2015 in the same, in the exact same spots as she was uh, in 1956. So that was quite remarkable to see, you know, the, you know, the same iconic mountain range and the same, some of the same buildings. And, and, you know, we we saw giraffes that were most certainly um, descendants of the giraffes that she was studying, you know, back in the day.
1: Well, the film is called The Woman Who Loves Giraffes. Much more at thewomanwholovesgiraffes.com. It is screening this weekend as part of the Calgary International Film Festival. Uh, Saturday night, 7 o'clock at Eau Claire Theater 1. Sunday morning, 1120 at Eau Claire 3. Uh, you'll be at the Saturday showing, and Anne Dagg herself will be there Saturday, correct?
0: We will both be there, yes. We're looking forward to it.
1: All right. Well, Allison, thank you so much for joining us here today. really appreciate this.
0: Thank you so much.